coming today on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung. It's to make you question your own mind. So it's basically things that you think you're seeing or things that you think you're hearing or whatever. They make you question your own sense of reality. So the big questions are these. How can we navigate and negotiate every situation in our lives, in our career, in our businesses, in our relationships, and even with ourselves for our own self-worth? In other words, what if you could win every time and have no losers? Let's face it, we're not negotiating just to buy a car or for a pay raise. We are negotiating for living in every aspect of our lives. How can we do that powerfully, successfully, and victoriously? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Rebecca Zong, and welcome to the time where you negotiate your best life. Welcome to another episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. In this episode, we're going to be talking all about gaslighting phrases and gaslighting techniques that narcissists use. Oh yeah, we're getting right into it today. And by the way, if you want to know all about this, I am getting all into it in my brand new book, Slay the Bully, How to Negotiate with a Narcissist and Win, which you can pre-order right now at slaythebully.com. Go check that out. And when you do that, you get early access to the entire manuscript plus tons and tons of bonuses. So you'll want to make sure you do that right away too. So slaythebully.com for my brand new book. And let's dive in to this super incredible, juicy episode 21, Gaslighting Phrases and 10 Gaslighting Techniques That Narcissists Use. Hey there, I'm Rebecca Zung, and I'm an attorney. I'm also a narcissist negotiation expert, and I've written a couple of best-selling books, and I have a brand new book on the way called Slay the Bully, How to Negotiate with a Narcissist and Win, and I want to help you win too by helping you shift that dynamic with narcissists and break free from the toxic relationships that you are in. Okay, so now we are going to be talking about 21 gaslighting phrases and 10 gaslighting techniques. This is a favorite of all kinds of narcissists. Whether you are dealing with a covert narcissist, a grandiose narcissist, or a malignant narcissist, all narcissists use gaslighting techniques. What is gaslighting? First of all, let's define gaslighting before we even get into this. Gaslighting is when narcissists are trying to make you think that you're crazy. I think that it's easiest to actually talk about where the term gaslight even came from because I think that makes it kind of easiest to figure out. And it actually came from an old play, which it was also a movie where the husband was trying to make the wife think that she was crazy. And what he would do, he would blow out these gas lights and the wife would say, wasn't that just lit? And he would say, no, no, it wasn't. She would say, I'm pretty sure that was just lit. And he would say, "Mm -mm, no. And 
that's how she he would actually make her question her own mind. And that's what gaslighting is. That's where the term came from. It's to make you question your own mind. So it's basically things that you think you're seeing or things that you think you're hearing or whatever. They make you question your own sense of reality. So it, it happens in many different forms and many different formats, but that's where it comes up. So number one, for example, is I never said that. I never said that. So literally, they will say things like, we'll pay you back on the rent that I borrowed from you on this money. You know, I, I will borrow money from you and then, you know, I'll pay you back. Then you go to ask them for the money back and they'll say, I never said that. I never said that I was going to pay you back or I never said that I was going to pay you back in the, this way or on those terms, you know, whatever. You know, I never said that. You're over there going, you definitely did. You definitely said that you were going to pay me back. You definitely said you were going to pay me back this weekend. Or you definitely said you were going to come this weekend. You know that a certain conversation took place and they'll say, I never said that. You know that it happened in a certain way and they'll completely just deny it. And they'll even accuse you of being the crazy one that, you know, that that never took place in that way. And when these kinds of things happen a lot over time, then you really start to question your own mind, right? And, and it's used to control you. It's used to destabilize you. And when you go to negotiate, especially after you've been with this person for a really long time, and now you're trying to go through the dissolution of a marriage or a dissolution of a partnership or any kind of a negotiation, you know, maybe it's your boss or, you know, any kind of business situation, it's difficult because you're in this mental fog or cognitive dissonance. It's even a, a physical thing, you know, it can cause autoimmune disorders and all kinds of issues. And, and you're really at a disadvantage sometimes because of that. So that's number one. I never said that. Number two is you're too sensitive. So, you know, they might say something that's just really, really offensive and they know that it's offensive. You know, they'll just say you're too sensitive. So, you know, maybe they'll say something about your weight, or maybe they'll say something about your brain or how you are with numbers or your driving or anything. And, you know, when you take offense to it, they'll say you're too sensitive. And by the way, it's not the same on the other side, right? Because you know how narcissists are. They're so easily slighted at the the wind blowing. I mean, you can have say something and, and they'll take offense at your tone, at your eyes, at nothing. I mean, they'll say, I can't speak to you because you have raised your voice. You interrupted me. They'll say you interrupted me when you didn't even interrupt, you know, so, but they'll accuse you of being too sensitive, even when you weren't sensitive, right? So that's number two. Number three is they'll say, it sounds like you don't really know what you want or what you need, 
right now. They accuse you of these things because you do know what you want or you do know what you need, but they do these kinds of things because, or they say these kinds of things because they don't want to get into a conversation where you are asking for something or you are needing something. They don't want to have to address your wants. They don't want to have to address your needs. So they actually turn things around to make it so that they make it seem like you're crazy or you're delusional. It's a way of shifting the conversation away from having to address anything about you because they most certainly do not want to have any kind of deep conversations or conversations where they're going to have to be on the hook for having to be there and be available for you. So that's why they'll say things like, you don't really know what you want. You don't really know what you need. They know that you know exactly what you want or what you need. They just don't want to have to provide it to you. Okay. So that's number three. Number four is they'll make a statement and then deny having made that statement. And they, they'll do that in the middle of the same conversation. You know, they'll say something and be having a fight with you. And in the middle of that same conversation, deny that they said something. It's extremely frustrating because you you can say you literally just said something and then they'll say, I didn't just say that. Or they'll accuse you of saying something that you didn't say. Oh, you know, you just called me a loser. I never said that, you know, and you can say, I never said that. And, oh, I just literally heard you say that. You get into these ridiculous conversations with them, but they say that. Right. You know, and they'll, they'll, they'll literally get into these conversations with you or they'll deny proof of something, even if you have proof of its existence. You know, like you can say you said this and you can show them a text message that they said something and they'll literally say, I didn't say that. I've had this conversation with courts you know, where I've had a narcissistic attorney on the other side and I've had the transcript where they literally said something in court and they've said they didn't say it. It's absolutely insanity, but they will do that. So that's number four. Number five is don't be so dramatic. It doesn't mean anything. Don't be so dramatic. It doesn't mean anything. You know, this is where you might see a text message that it looks definitely really suspicious, like miss you, or there's, you know, hearts and, you know, something that definitely looks inappropriate or something like that. 
or you might see photographs or something that looks inappropriate or behavior that looks inappropriate where they're, you know, having a, a relationship with somebody else that they shouldn't be, anything like that. Don't be so dramatic. It doesn't mean anything. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. You're making too much of this you know, things like that. So that's number five. Number six is you're just imagining things. Just go to sleep. You know, we'll talk about it in the morning. They they don't want to have a conversation right now. So they push it off because they, they think that if they push it off, you'll forget about it. It's a conversation that won't have to happen. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store from accepting payments to managing inventory. Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly Exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive your store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system or Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bestlife, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash bestlife to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash bestlife. So, you know, just go to bed. You'll have a clear head later and, you know, just pat you on the head. You're being overdramatic. Just go to sleep, go to bed. We'll talk about it later, you know, that kind of thing. So that's number six, you know, go take a breath, go meditate, take a few days, you know, that sort of thing. Like, you're you're just making too much of it. Go take some time because you're just making so much of this that you probably just need to take some time. So that's number six. And number seven, it's just a joke, you know, or they'll just add ha to the end of something. You know, they'll just say something that's just completely mean, absolutely awful. And then they'll just be like, oh, ha, you know, I know somebody who was like, uh, that was like their signature. They'll say there's something that was absolutely awful and then just add ha to the end of it, which is so horrible. Like they think that was like their get out of jail free card, right? Just adding ha to the end of things. Number eight is you're the problem, not me. So, you know, they don't ever want to think that they're the ones that have the problem. Coming up, more on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zone. To make you think it's all about you, you're the one that has the problem, no one else 
to isolate you, to make you think you're the one who has the problem, not them. So this is why no one likes you. Are you struggling with a narcissist in your life? Whether it's a family member, a friend, a business partner, a soon-to-be ex, whoever it is, are you ready to shift that power dynamic, but you're just feeling like you cannot win, like everybody is believing their lies, and you're just feeling like there's just no way that you can shift that power dynamic. I've got a brand new masterclass for you. I'm sharing all my secrets, and so that you can finally take back your power and break free from this hell, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. I've never done this free masterclass before. Go to Break Free From Hell and sign up. Come be with me and get my secrets so that you can finally take back your power and break free. Break free from hell and let's do this. Take a listen to our archive where you can listen to more episodes that show you the path to how to negotiate your best life. Don't give them one more chance, not verbally, not internally. They've had their chance. You've given them the options over and over and over again on how to correct their behavior. They can't, they won't, and don't, don't, don't give them one more chance. Just decide and move on. And now we return to today's show. Number nine is, I don't like when you brought this up or how you brought this up. That is such a classic one. You know, it's that project and deflect, you know, kind of, you know, diversion thing. It's just never a good time. Why did you bring that up now? Why do you bring that up now? And, you know, or I don't like how you brought that up. You're tone was bad. You interrupted me. It's a bad time. It's a diversion thing to put it back on the other person, you know, because then we don't have to actually talk about it. So that's the whole thing. You know, you, you bring up these suspicious text messages or whatever. It's like, why are you bringing that up now? Or what? I, oh, now I don't like the way your tone, your tone is. Oh, uh, now you're interrupting me. Oh, now it's, uh, it's too loud or now it's too hot in the room or whatever it is. You know, it's just, it's all about you. Okay. That's number nine. Number 10 is, okay, let's just forget about all of this. And let's just think about our future. Let's just start over. We've got so many great things ahead of us. We can just think about how many wonderful things. Why are we being negative here? Let's just think about the positive future. It doesn't, doesn't help us to dwell about the past. Okay. Let's just forget about all of this and start over. Okay. So that's number 10. Number 11 is I'm not angry. You know, they will literally rip and tear into you. You're afraid for your life. And, and then you ask them, why are you so angry? And then they'll, you'll, they'll say, I'm not angry. And, and you're literally like shaking and they'll say, I'm, I'm not angry. I mean, it's almost scary sometimes, you know? So that's number 11. Number 12, 
is this is why no one likes you. You know, this is one of those, you know, to make you think it's all about you. You're the one that has the problem. No one else to isolate you, to make you think you're the one who has the problem, not them. So this is why no one likes you. And, and you know, this is one of the worst ones because normally you also have your own core wounds. And so it really speaks to that and it makes it so much worse. So this is why no one likes you. So that's number 12. Number 13 is, can't you take a joke? Can't you take a joke? Come on. You know, kind of comes back to that ha thing. So that's number 13. And number 14 is let's forget about all of this. That's that future faking thing again. And number 15 is you're reading way too much into this. You know, it's again, your fault. Number 16 is Stop being so insecure. You're the one being so insecure. Number 17 is, I'm sorry you feel that way. I could do a whole video on faux apologies, which I have done, which you can definitely check out my other videos on narcissists. So faux apologies. Do narcissists really apologize? Mm. I wonder. So you can check that out those other videos on that. And number 18 is, well, excuse me for trying to be wonderful to you. There's a guilt apology. So I call those guilt apologies. This is all part of that manipulation ship that you're in. Remember, everything a narcissist does is a manipulation. Everything they do, even when they love bomb you, it's a manipulation. Okay. And number 19, I guess I'm just a horrible person. I guess I'm just horrible. This is when they try to flip things around on themselves. You know, when you're asking for something, when you're trying to get them to feel anything about you. It's, I guess I'm just horrible. They turn it on themselves to be a victim. And then number 20, no one else loves you like I do. Again, trying to isolate you, trying to make every, you think that no one else loves you, only they do, right? Because they're afraid to be abandoned. Remember, narcissists are way more afraid of you than you are of them. Their biggest fear is that you're going to abandon them or expose them, which goes back to number 21. Number 21 is everyone else thinks and no one else thinks. So they have this whole thing and I have a whole video on narcissist favorite catchphrases, which you can definitely check out which they say these things all the time. Everyone else thinks this and no one else thinks that. Things that they say to isolate you, to make you think that you're the one who's crazy. These things that they're doing because they're trying to make you think that you're the one that's crazy. You're not. It's not 
you, it's them, which is why I want to get go into the 10 gaslighting techniques that narcissists use right now. Number one is invalidating your feelings, invalidating your feelings so that you think that you're, you know, not so sensitive. Don't be so sensitive, right? Invalidating your feelings. Number two, making you think that you had conversations that didn't take place. You know, we talked about that and you agree, don't you remember? You know you didn't have that conversation. If you knew you didn't have that conversation, stand up, say, we didn't have that conversation. You know, it's okay. You can say that. Number three, they take bits and pieces of conversations and then redesign them into new truths. So they fashion like parts of conversation and then say, oh, you know, we we talked about parts of that. And then they kind of make that into new truths, right? And that's not okay either. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we carry them and we bottle them up, it can definitely affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get them off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I know it's definitely been helpful for me in learning how to deal with past trauma and set boundaries and be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's super convenient because it's all online and flexible. Just Fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash negotiate today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash negotiate. Number four is they isolate you by using those absolutes. Remember everyone else and no one else. Not okay. Number five, isolating you by making you think that you're not lovable. I'm the only one who truly loves you. Your family doesn't really love you. Your friends don't really. Therefore, no one else would ever love you either. That's not true. And that's why you really do need a support system. That's why you really do. And that's why you really do need phrases for disarming narcissists, which I have for you. You can get at disarmthenarc.com. Make sure you go to disarmthenarc.com. Grab my free phrases for disarming narcissists. And you need a support system, by the way. So I have that too, which is Narcissist Negotiators. With Rebecca Zung, that's my free private Facebook group. Make sure you join that too, okay? And I also have a sponsor on this channel, which is BetterHelp, which you can go to betterhelp.com forward slash Rebecca Zung and get the help and support that you need. We receive commissions when you sign up with them. It does not cost you any extra. We just want you to have access to the help and support that you need. So number six is making conversations and then making themselves out to be the victim of those conversations. Like, I guess I'm just horrible, you know, reversing that conversation, right? When you're trying to get them to see your side or have any feelings about you at all. Uh, you know, I'm just the terrible one, you know, reversing that. 
that's not okay either. Number seven is interrupting conversations so that you can never get to the point of what it is that you're trying to say. Never the right time. It's too loud, etc. So that's number seven. And then number eight is never taking responsibility by, you know, wanting to take to, to just move on, future fake you, move right to the new thing and, and just forgetting about the past that also invalidates your feelings and doesn't give you a chance to heal and feel acknowledged and feel valued and show them that you matter, right? That's also a form of gaslighting and that is not okay. So that's number eight. Number nine is making you think you're crazy by saying things like, I'm not angry when they're clearly angry. You know, you're imagining things, you're reading too much into things. That's also a form of, of making you think you're crazy. And it causes this cognitive dissonance and this brain fog. Okay. So that's number nine. And number 10 is taking a lot of the focus off of what's going on with what they did by making a lot of noise around your behavior, blowing things up around your behavior and accusing you of all kinds of things when you didn't do anything, but they make a lot of noise around what you're doing because they want to take the focus off of themselves. So that's number 10. All right. So those are 10 techniques, gaslighting techniques that narcissists use to also make you think that you're crazy and 21 gaslighting phrases that narcissists use as well. And I hope that it helps you so that you can start to take your own power back and start to feel your own sense of control. Because remember, step one, don't run. Step two, make a U-turn. Step three, break free. Baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. But remember, you can start to shift that dynamic. You can start to turn it all around. You know, you start to 180 degrees, turn that ship around, and then you can start to break free and take your power back. Okay. Really, really powerful stuff. Really, really good stuff. You can turn this around. I've helped thousands and thousands of people do the same thing. Remember, they only win if you give in. And there's absolutely no reason to do that because they really are more afraid of you than you are of them. I promise you that. Okay. So thank you all for listening. Thank you all for staying till the end. Remember, that you can absolutely do this. Thanks for listening to this episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. Remember that I have brand new episodes just like this on my YouTube channel every single day. So if you want to be empowered every single day, head over to my YouTube channel. And also you can follow me on Instagram at Rebecca Zung or my TikTok at Rebecca Zung as well. And remember that you can pre-order my book right now at slaythebully.com and get early access to the manuscript as well as tons of other books 
bonuses and make sure to register for my brand new webinar, my new masterclass at Break Free From Hell. And it's Breaking Free From Hell. Take back your power emotionally, physically, and spiritually. I can't wait to support you in your journey to taking back your power. And otherwise, I will see you right back here for the next episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I am so excited to supporting you And remember that today is a great day to start negotiating your best life. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. Tune in next week for another edition of Negotiate Your Best Life. Remember, if you want more ways to slay and you want more ways to be supported, you can always join my membership at joinslay.com forward slash slay. You can always subscribe to my YouTube channel and you can always grab my free Crush My Negotiation prep worksheet at winmynegotiation.com. Remember that today is a great day to start negotiating your best life. And I will definitely catch you in the next episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, Slayers, I'm here to tell you about a new podcast I'm excited about, Creating Confidence, hosted by Heather Monahan, a part of the Yap Media Network. Heather sits down with experts like Gary Vee, Sarah Blakely, and Les Brown to share with you techniques and strategies to create your confidence, pursue your dreams, and leapfrog villains you'll meet along the way. Creating confidence is about elevating your confidence to the highest level ever and take your business right there with you. Don't believe me? I'm going to share some of the amazing reviews that I've seen on Apple. Here's one. Heather has the perfect gems of wisdom that not only inspire you, but motivate you into action. I recommend it to anyone who wants to elevate their reach and go to that next level. How about that? That's amazing. Here's another one. Heather is so inspiring and each episode is filled with tips and tricks on how to become more confident and live the life of your dreams. So if you are looking to level up your confidence, check out Creating Confidence now. Subscribe to Creating Confidence with Heather Monahan today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is.